welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Daniel Na. That's me. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about someone who is very mysterious and mm. shrouded in mystery. Mysterio. No, no, the shroud. So he's got like a fishbowl helmet and a big purple cape, and he wears a lot of green. He's got yellow gloves. No, 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 no. Yeah, he fights Spider-Man. He used to be, he used to be like a special effects guy, um, and then he turned to villainy for some reason. I'm talking about Mysterio like months ago. Sometimes he has real magic. (laughs) No, we're talking about the shroud. What do you think the shroud is? Yeah, so he was like. A black youth in New Orleans and, like, drugs gave him superpowers, and now he's tied to a pocket dimension, and he can warp in and out with his buddy Dagger. He does tap into the Dark Force, but no, but no. <laughs> but, but what do you think, but what do you think the Shroud is, actually? Um, no, I really do think he's probably just, like, a cloak knockoff. Me, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Like, imagine if the cloak was white. Yeah, that really is just a white cloak. (laughs) Jeez. So, um, so, like, it's just a dude in mostly black. You could see his chin. He's white. Yeah, I I mean, really, just imagine Cloak from Cloak and Dagger, but with feet and as a white guy, and you've got it, like... Well, actually, you know, his cloak is worse because he doesn't have, like, that, like, stripe of, like, navy blue in it that I like a That's lot. That's true, yeah. He doesn't have the striped cloak, which I like a lot. But, man. Yeah. Um, also, watch the Cloak and Dagger show. It's actually, like, it's a bit of a slow burn, but it's, like, pretty good. I like it a lot. Yeah, I watched it. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, like, it's pretty I good. pleasantly oh. surprised. Yeah, I was, I was hoping it was good. So, and it was. The, uh, the people that they have... Uh, playing cloak and dagger are pretty good and happen to be just very very sweet people apparently if you ever follow their instagrams and stuff it's a cloak and dagger live tv live action tv show on freeform like i went in expecting nothing and i was it was actually not bad no it's like yeah and the second season gonna be coming out sometime later this year i mean in 2019 so yeah i'll probably check it out yeah yeah um, they're gonna have mayhem in it. Ooh, you don't know who mayhem is? Maybe listen to my oh. episode on mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the pretty cop lady. Is, oh, I figured the, that might be who. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> pretty cop lady who has a name, but I forgot. It's something O'Reilly. All right, yeah. It's Bridget O'Reilly. It's Bridget O'Reilly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the shroud though. Um, is not related to them at all, mm-hmm. and uh, has has a name. Do you want to guess what it is? Uh, John Cloak. No, unknown. No one knows it. Not even his mom. Well, okay. Uh, he's a crime fighter masquerading as a gang- criminal gang leader. Uh huh. So not a villain. Actually, wait. His his legal status is he has no known criminal record, but's wanted for police for questioning. So, like, they just want to, you know, 
ask a few questions. Yeah, they just want to talk. They just want to talk. You know, like cops do. Yeah. You know, they just want to talk. And then they totally don't, you know, shoot someone randomly mm-hmm. afterwards once they go there. They definitely do not shoot the the good guy with a gun. No. Who happened to be black. Yeah. They definitely never do that. No. Twice in one week, that was reported on national news. Mm-mm. And um, the NRA always sticks up for black people doing the good guy with a gun thing. 100%. Who get shot. Yep. Always. Because the NRA is not a racist organization. No, sir. Therefore, gun rights for all. And definitely did not make the automatic weapon ban when the Black Panthers were open and carrying it. The, uh, hey, the R stands <laughs> for rifle, not for racism. <laughs> yes. Uh, hmm. Gun rights for everyone. So it's actually national rifles for anyone. <laughs> That's what it's yep. for. <laughs> there's, a, there's not a not for black people claws in there but okay so uh would you believe that he goes also goes by the master of darkness you know what i don't believe that jesse (laughs) well you know what you're a better man than i (laughs) because i would have been like yep you're you're gonna just that's you definitely have that like he would try to put that in as his uh, xbox gamer tag when he was playing modern warfare 2 but he has to put some x's on there oh yeah it'd be and like i don't think i don't think he even had to i think he thought it was a really cool aesthetic choice <laughs> yeah like no like master of darkness was actually available yeah he just he just really liked those x's yeah know? um he also has like a 420 blazer at the end, just, you know, God. just to make people know. <laughs> he's cool, yeah. He he's single. Shocking. We're not on the sh- shocker episode. <laughs> um, um, he's the leader of the night shift. That's not a good name. Oh, it's a great name because you know what? There's nothing else that goes by the name of night shift that a lot of people do already. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a very intimidating thing to say that <laughs> you are part of the the leader of the night shift is... Like, I've never met someone who was, like, the team leader of a night shift or a manager of a night shift mm-hmm. before, so, you know. Oh, I have. They're oh, oh, well, really? real dicks. Yeah, oh, I used oh. to work night shift at Target. Oh, My wait, manager wait. was a fucking tool. Shout out to Kevin. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's... I thought there was only date first and second shift, and there was no third shift of any short sort. I thought people just didn't work at night. That's why there's no such thing as a night shift, except yeah. for this gang. Uh, I mean, Target uh, innovators, Target. They well, maybe uh, you actually worked for a criminal organization. Makes a lot of sense. It does because everyone knows. I mean, tar- my manager was a white dude, so oh, yep. There's a good chance he's hey. evil. I just found out the Shroud's name. It's Kevin. He's kind of a tool. Yep. <laughs> yep, kind of a tool. <laughs> maybe he works with maybe he works with Shocker, who does is pretty good with working with tools. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh Kevin is a tool name though. Yeah. He was a dick. So um he his base operations is LA. 
Um, and he first showed up in Super Villain Team Up, issue number five in 1976. Jeez. And be a villain. Okay, cool. What was the first one called? <laughs> what was the one before? Because there's uh, ellipses there. So let's see what the previous one was called. A time, oh, a time, a time of titans, and to be a villain. Okay. Oh, I guess you right. would have to wait a whole month for the, you know, <laughs> the punchline of that. Yeah, you know, it's the Antissa. Oh, nope, I didn't copy it. Okay, so there, there's going to be a little bit of um, a little bit of masterpiece. I mean, not masterpiece, uh, cover piece theater. All right. Cover Peace Theater. To set the scene, Mr. Mr. Fantastic and the Thing are standing over the Submariner, a.k.a. Namor, a.k.a. the King of Atlantis, a.k.a. the King of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> and he's over like a table and he's like strapped down. And Doctor Doom is shooting some blasts from his fists. And I'm going to be playing the thing. Stop him, Reed. Before Doctor Doom kills a Submariner. Fools! If the Fantastic Four won't defeat me... Oh, sorry. Fools! Even the Fantastic Four won't defeat me. If Namor will not become my ally, then I swear he'll be my victim. By Doom Betrayed. Okay. By the way, they team up the next step issue. Cool. And the issue after that. And the issue after that. And the issue after that. And then they kiss. And then the issue after that. And then the... And then Doctor Doom teams up with the Red Skull, an actual Nazi. <laughs> well. Well. Uh, I mean, he is a dictator. A dictator that makes sure everyone's educated and has healthcare. Yeah. He first showed up in that. So, um, the man who would become the Shroud was orphaned at 10 years old when his parents were gunned down uh, by a hold-up man. Hmm? Okay. Don't understand that sentence. Uh, embittered, the youth decided to de dedicate his life fighting crime. Uh, entering college, he studied law and criminology. I guess that's a better reason to want to study criminology and s instead of being like, I really like my favorite murderer. Yeah. As someone actually said to me before. I really hate that that doesn't surprise me. I hate that. I mean, I guess it's also better than wanting to do it because of CSI, which was the reason 10 years before. Yeah. I mean, CSI was a pretty good show, though. It's a pretty good show. Oh, I mean, I, I love guess it's Grisham and Warwick and Nancy, uh, I, blood. Stella, uh, Catherine. Catherine was one of them. Remember when you replaced Grisham with Lawrence Fishburne, and it was basically still the same show? I kind of do. I don't think I really watched that era, but like I knew what happened. I definitely watched that era, and um, anything besides the L.A. one kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah. I also didn't like especially care for the LA one, but I uh, I guess I get like 
why that one became the meme. Let's bring those back. Those were good. Well, there's, you remember there's those a... memes? You know, he puts on the sunglasses and he's like, yeah! <laughs> That's, see, okay, the meme that I want, now we're on meme talk, um, the meme that I'm still stuck on, and I feel, because I feel like we need more wholesome memes in the world, still, um, I really want that boy to come back, because I love that boy. Oh, yeah. You know, hey, I remember there's that boy. Oh, shit, what up? I loved it. I loved I miss, it. I miss Tuesday, dog. Oh Tuesday, I I like I miss I also miss uh, the Wednesday frog, as well. Really on a frog kick, huh? A lot of amphibians. I like frogs. They're like my third favorite yeah, animal. Frogs are pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel I feel like memes are on accelerated uh accelerated oh, they are. kick now. And honestly, like I wish they'd slow down where they got old, like every like four months instead of like you know two weeks. Yeah, the half life has certainly accelerated. And you know, and like you and like then you get called like a normie when you just really like a meme, still like a meme from last year. It's like maybe it connected with me personally. You know? Like that boy really, really connected with me. And I'm just well, if, sad. It's a, if it's like a year ago, then that's old enough to be vintage and you can bring it back. Oh, I guess like it's ironic. Yeah. yeah. It's like if it's like two weeks old, then you're a normie for still using it. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's but basically the worst thing about the internet is that memes half-lives are getting shorter and shorter. Yep, that's definitely the worst one. <laughs> that's the worst thing. There's definitely not like the burgeoning uh, burgeoning alt-right. Mm-hmm. Like just sucking up all the young disenfranchised men. White men, I should say. Actually, a fair amount of Asian men as well. That's yeah. kind of weird. But radicalization is bad because uh, you know what else is uh, super radical? The Shroud, because he went to college and is got a though? degree in criminology, <laughs> studied law and criminology, then became a rugged specimen of exercise. I mean, sorry, became rugged reg had a rugged regimen. I just was just like, yeah, he became a rugged specimen. Yeah. Now, <laughs> no, no, but now he I have ba- a question. Yeah, can you prove to me that the Shroud? Isn't Gil Grissom from CSI? I can't. He mm. doesn't. He doesn't have like that, like, like five day old scruff constantly. So I can't. <laughs> he may, maybe he saves shapes. Yeah, but but yeah. Um, he he basically trained himself to peak physical p- potential because apparently every human that does not have powers just trains themselves to peak physical condition. Because that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I've watched One Bunch, man. Yeah. You just do 100 sit-ups. <laughs> 100 push-ups. 100 you push-ups. And 100 you kilometers, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's You just do that every day and you become a god. I am so bored with the Shroud. <laughs> so, um, upon graduation, he decided to take a year off and travel to Nepal. <laughs> okay. There's rumored that there existed a secret cult. That knew a certain quasi-mystical ma- uh, martial art. Not so secret, uh huh. Um, the youth believed that this order would carry uh, would carry out his war against criminals. He this dude's just a really crappy Batman. Well, he gets powers later. I mean, Batman gets powers for like a run as well. So I guess you know, it's whatever. But um. 
he believed that the order would carry out his war against uh, criminals. He and that he should use a, a special unconventional means. Eventually, finding the cult's temple, he was taken in by the cult of Kali and began learning their martial arts and mystical, uh, mystical disciplines. For seven years, he studied among them until his masters believed he had learned all he could because he's a white man who traveled to an Asian country. I mean, this and, still sounds one for one, just like what Batman did, so I'm yeah. still not convinced he's not Batman. Um, well... You ever see the Shroud and Batman in the room at the same time? Batman doesn't have magic powers. Uh, He is rich, though. Doesn't he? Which is basically magic. I mean, he's been in the Lazarus Pit at least once. He was prepared to receive the ceremonial kiss of Kali from a branding iron that that had the imprint at the shape of uh, the goddess Kali. The man screamed when the branding... Iron was pressed against his eyes, cheeks, and forehead. Believing his masters betrayed him, he fumbled out of the temple and to bury his scarred face in the snow. When he recovered from the shock of the pain, he discovered his eyesight was replaced with mystical extrasensory perception. This the, the, He believed that they betrayed him after they branded his face. So, like, when they're heating up the brand, he's like, all right, this is cool. When they brought up <laughs> the brand toward his face, he's like, all right, chill. <laughs> and then when they stuck the brand on his face, he's like, oh, my God, why did you do that? Like, I feel like, I feel like if he didn't see him bring it up to his face, mm-hmm. I, could, I could be like, okay. Like, maybe he was getting the brand on, like, his back or something like that. Something I mean, like, not his face. You would see it coming, though. like. Uh, and also, apparently, like, he just got mystical sight. So, basically, this is just a uh, a cheap knockoff of both Batman and Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil's already, like, dangerously, dangerously close to being Batman, so not really helping his case. Well, well, Daredevil is technically a more accurate da- uh, Batman. <laughs> Except- right, what's, what's that thing where it's like, if I knew nothing about comics and you told me... There was a guy who fought using echolocation and a guy who, like, instilled fear in people or whatever. And one was called Daredevil and the other was Batman. I would punch you when I found out which one was which. <laughs> well, also, also a thing that, I mean, it's a joke that was, I think, is that made me chuckle was, uh, like, Batman was, he named himself after something he feared. And, and... He, it's not Batsman, it's Batman. So he was like really scared of like one bat in that cave. Yeah, <laughs> no, like isn't that the thing? Like a bat crashed through his window, and that was like it. And he was like, "That's so spooky." That's so spooky. And every single time he saw other bats, it's like that's not as spooky as this one bat. No, that one bat was really scary. Inexplicably, he was unable to perceive the temple, so he made his way back to civilization, and then eventually back to America where he adopted the identity of the Shroud. So he's just a, just a real poor version of uh, both Batman and Daredevil. Yeah, when you said he got mystic powers, I thought, like, special eyes was not where I was going with that. Well, I mean, special... I mean, like, the Mar- in the Marvel Universe, you never truly go blind unless you're Alicia Masters, and that just becomes, like, your gimmick. Hmm. Um, so to begin his crime fighting career, 
the Shroud decided to hunt and kill the Latvian dictator, Dr. Doom. Way to just shoot for the stars yeah. first day of the job. Yeah, I'm in high. I can respect that. I mean, I can respect it, but also real dumb. Should have started with a bank robber like everyone else. I know. You don't you don't go to the in-game boss before <laughs> before the first mission. He's just trying to speedrun it. Yeah. You can't just speed run to Doctor Doom. He clipped yeah. through the floor and landed in Doctor Doom's castle, and he's gonna get a good time. Uh, although at one point he came close to his goal, he eventually found himself siding with Doom against the Red Skull, who launched a hypno ray satellite designed to enslave the Earth's populace. Okay, at least, at least he, you know was able to put aside his differences with Dr. Doom to fight okay, a Nazi. Okay, but, like, how is he gonna help Dr. Doom, who has, like, magic armor and a army of robots and, like, a super genius, and you have, like, a cool eye that can see? Like, which regular eyes can also do, so I, I'm still not exactly sure what his cool eye does, but... <laughs> well, he has... He, he had working eyes like us, but then he didn't uh-huh. have them, so... Um, now he, uh, I don't know. I'm just wondering what he brings to the table for Doom in this alliance, because it doesn't seem like a lot. Also, Dr. Doom has, like, the splinters of the true cross in his armor, so, like, you know, vampires can't get him either. Right? Like, he's covered. I don't know (laughs) what you're bringing here. Just in case he sees a single Dracula. Yeah. I mean, that happens. (laughs) I mean, no, Dracula pops up quite a few times in the Marvel Universe. Honestly, Dr. Doom, good on you. So, uh, by the way, uh, the Red Skull is dead currently in this current incarnation of the handbook. And um, on the cover of the Book of the Dead with the Red yeah. Skull in it, it yeah. has him hiling as, as a ghost coming out, of a, uh, coming out of a grave. How fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so, in order to stop the Hypno Rays which I assume he is not affected by, because he... Yeah, well, that's one thing. That's one thing you can't do. You can't just... Well, actually, you could just shut your eyes. But but he could see. With <laughs> He could still see. He intercepted and uh, absorbed the full effects of the ray bombardments himself, and rescued from oblivion of space by Captain America. And then he was taken back to Earth to recover. Uh... So it took him a really long time to recover his sanity, and he discovered the blasts apparently triggered uh, the emergence of a latent mystical power, the ability to summon a volume of absolute darkness at will. So he could just he could turn off the lights. Pretty cool. <laughs> he he's basically has the power of a light switch, but like anywhere. Pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty, I mean, it'd be a pretty, like, you know, power move, or, like, a pretty good flex to be like, yo, I'm I'm done with this, and then, like, just make, like, the room dark and walk out, and then, like, you know. I mean, you know who else can do that? It's Batman, the regular man with no powers, but he has a smoke bomb. Yeah, technically, he just has a really effective smoke bomb. This <laughs> like, dude has- sucks! I hate this guy! <laughs> He began to rethink his tactics in fighting crime, so he decided instead of being like an open opponent to the criminals, he would go undercover and build up his own reputation, I mean, reputation as a criminal, 
then destroy the underworld from within. So the Shroud became a master criminal to both criminals and lawmen alike. Um, He was allowed to join the Los Angeles-based West Coast Avengers. He was invited, sorry. He was invited, but he declined, preferring not to compromise his autonomy. And uh, he recently organized his own gang, gang called the Night Shift. He's 6'2", weighs 220 pounds, has pale blue eyes and wet, reddish blonde hair. Um, his unusual feature is uh, he has the image of a four-armed seated goddess, Kali, imprinted in a livid scar tissue from the middle of his nose to his hairline from cheek and cheek to cheek. And because it's hard for him to hide it, he just never gets out of his costume. This dude sucks so much. Um, he does a lot of exercise. And, uh... <sighs> okay, do you wanna... I'm gonna just go through the description of him able to just, like, throw a smoke bomb down. Right. Uh, he possesses a mystical ability to summon absolute darkness by opening a mystical portal into a dark dimension and drawing on its thick, inky atmosphere in various quantities into Earth's dimension. The darkness is not simply an ab- absence of light, but the negation of it. No form of illumination can uh, penetrate it. It is yet unknown how much he can summon at once, but he can at least blanket a small auditorium. Within uh, within seconds. It does not fill a volume instantaneously. So it, it acts like a smoke. And it's also does does you all we also don't know how long he can maintain it. Um but if if he uh becomes unconscious, it, it kind of just like seeps back into him. He has enough control over it that he can even like make images basically out of it. It'll it'll look like you know, a shadow, basically, but... Cool, so he could, like, do a really good production of Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, he could. That, that's a great... That would be a real great uh, use of his uh, power. He can also see, using the mystical sense, um, even through his own mantle of darkness, it gives... So he gets a psychic impression, impression of his environment within 100 feet of him. Um. He can receive non-visual sensory impressions as well. So, I which I don't know how that's different. He can psychically smell you. Oh, yeah, so I guess he just has, he can smell you and touch you? <laughs> What's other? He can taste you through the darkness. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Uh, oh my god he's a pervert I could already tell <laughs> <laughs> um, so he can like perceive people and objects in the m- room next to him with ease he does not possess any other heightened sense hmm you think the whole uh, other senses heightening as well would happen you know, like smell would be better or something. 
It's a pretty common thing they have in comic books for blind people. Yeah, like, well, I could smell yeah. or hear you better. They already got Daredevil, so... Well, Alicia Masters can touch things better. That's why she's such a good sculptor. Well, he can make the room real dark. <laughs> but, like, you know... Well, I mean, I guess he could psychically smell you and, and touch yeah. you. And taste, taste you. you. <laughs> he could taste you. From across the room. A hundred feet away, he's tasting you. Hey, you taste real good. <laughs> he has to concentrate in order to, like, summon the inky black darkness. So, you know, if you, like, I guess you can't flash a light in his eye, but, like, if, you know, you kick him. Yeah. A few or, like, uh, throw things at him. Like, if you just made a bunch of spitballs and just spit about his face, like, he'd be like, I can't, I can't do this right now. Can you stop? And since the <laughs> darkness takes, like, time to fill up a space, like, you'd have plenty of opportunities to just, like, well, throw your it, shoe at his head. It takes, it takes seconds, but the thing is, is, like, if you're, it doesn't take a long time to, like, you know, shoot a spitball at someone. Yeah. Or throw a rock. Yeah. Or, I, I can think of a lot of things you can do in, like, less in less than a second. There are many things you can throw in that amount of time. Yep. Um, he's, oh, oh, here, here's something. He's a master at a unarmed oriental martial art and adapt at aerobics. I mean, sorry, aerobatics. Aerobatics. I can't say words. Pretty cool. He can jump real good. Yeah. Again, just a really, really crappy Batman. <laughs> but he could see. <laughs> he could see and he could taste you. I mean, Daredevil's already kind of like a crappy Batman, so he's really just a crappy Daredevil. I like... I like Daredevil more than I like Batman, but mostly because I feel like a lot of writers write him more like a minor god than an actual character. But that's more just DC writing style. Yeah. I don't like. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So. I guess we already know what your thoughts are. Yep. 10-10. Love this guy. It would stand in his inky darkness. And let him taste me. I mean, he'd be pretty good. He'd be pretty good to have like a round. If you just need a room, like, if you just need, like, some darkness to sleep in, like, in the middle of the day. I guess. Let's do plugs. <laughs> sure. So, I run a podcast called Audiomorphs, where I take the young adult sci-fi series Animorphs, and I just read it out loud. All Dep of them. Word yep. for word. Word for word, unabridged, and you can find right. that at audiomorphs.podbean.com or by searching audiomorphs wherever you would search for a podcast. Just plug that in and it will show up. So, do, do, do you like unimprovised uh, words just being said into your ear? Because if you do, boy, is my podcast right for you. It's almost like a like a <laughs> like an unofficial audiobook. It is a little bit like that. K. Applegate, please do not sue me. I don't feel like doing my plugs right now, because honestly, I had to spend a lot of time pretending to be interested in that <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I have the, all the important links are in the description, so if you want to go to my Twitter, 
the Twitter Facebook page or Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Twitter Facebook page or just come on, Jesse, say the words, Patreon. Um, then there the links are there. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye. Patient. <laughs>